Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Greetings, you've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSIP.com, and you can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL people can click to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-color, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, is hosted by Bluehost.com. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. All right, excellent. And with that, before we introduce our guests, wanted to mention something about two events that you should be looking forward to. And those are uh, Kamailio World. Many of us will be there. That's in May in Berlin, Germany. Go to KamailioWorld.com. I hope that's right. And the next one is the uh, Tad Hack in Lisbon, 13th and 14th of June, and many of us will be at that. So you have two chances here in Europe to see us. And now, here's a little something we decided to cook up, which is we're going to be talking about Zello in a moment, and it's going to be a little hard to show this, but I'm going to call out on Zello. Hello, everybody. Let's see if anybody would like to check in. Let me call on Mr. James Bodie, first of all. James, are you with us? Yeah, Roger. I am here. Over. Okay, Mr. Andy Smith, sir, are you with us? A present and correct or something. All right, we won't go through the whole roll call, but I think Michael's on, uh, and Michael's going to be sharing a screen. In, in fact, he is sharing a screen. Let me let me let him uh, chime in, and I will put that screen on. Hola, how are we doing? This is my one plus one running Zello. And he's lucky to be able to share that screen. And now let me introduce, first of all, our guest, and he's going to introduce uh, the person next to him. We're talking Zello. This is a push-to-talk app, and I can let go of the button now, right? <laughs> this is a push-to-talk app. It's been compared to uh, Nextel, and we've, we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first of all, let's go to Bill Moore. And thank you, Bill, CEO of Zello. Thanks for joining us, Bill. And welcome. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's great to be on the program. Um, and I'm here with the founder of Zello, Alex Gavilov, who's the CTO. Hello, Alex. Hi. <laughs> Alex looks like he may have better things to do, but believe me, you're going to love it. <laughs> you are going to love this because we make a lot of noise in this field and uh, hopefully we'll get some interesting comments. And I think there's already some feedback from us because we're we're big time into this kind of technology. But before we get into questions and so on, let's hear from you folks on uh, maybe the origins. Alex, maybe this is for you to say you're the founder, uh, how this thing started and a little bit about the company, if you'd like. Uh, sure. Yeah, it, it was started in uh, 2005. Uh, actually, the idea came uh from me trying to use uh, ICQ on Java phone, so it was time before iPhone, before smart smartphones, and but it was Java application for ICQ, and it was insanely cool because you could send messages and not pay for messages, and it was it had all kind of cool notification sounds, but it was uh, really difficult to use on T9 keyboard. <laughs> So I was thinking I, if I could uh, make an application which would do the same, but would send voice instead, that would be uh, uh, keep all the great stuff from ICQ, but would take out the difficulty of using mobile keyboard. So that was the idea, and it was two years until uh, it became an application, and application wasn't a mobile application. <laughs> So the application for PC uh, created in 2007, launched as uh, a Skype alternative for people who 
just want to exchange quick uh, messages and it was live from the beginning so it was like radio for for a PC uh, still great idea uh, should work faster than Skype you don't need uh, to focus on the call you just shoot out the message and uh, synchronously whoever you're talking to can reply um, and uh, it didn't take out really <laughs> until we had a mobile version. So the first mobile application was for Windows Mobile, because it was easy port from Windows to Windows Mobile. And, and we saw some nice traction right away. Uh, we could see people talking cross countries, uh, cross continents using this Windows uh, Mobile. And of course, it was a small community. There are really like tech-savvy people who use Windows and know how to install apps on Windows Mobile. Uh, but it was a sign that something is there, something is working. And it really took off when we uh, ported it to BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> and but at that time, there was already iPhone around, and you could, also, could already have apps for iPhone and even Android. Uh, but we, uh, by that time, we started to sell it as a business application, and the thing people asked most about at that time still was BlackBerry. <laughs> kind of sounds strange now, but was true back then. <laughs> and so when we launched, launched it on BlackBerry, it was no app store. It was just a file download from Zello Web. It was called Loudbox back then. <laughs> So people download the file, and uh, that was uh, insanely popular. So we got from like 10,000 users to 2 million users in under three weeks, uh, which was a huge challenge to our architecture and everything. But from there, essentially, the modern history of Zello started. <laughs> yeah, and I was you're also on Windows Phone, which is uh, not a, a huge library of apps on that. So that's, I guess you get kudos for that too, right? Uh, well, Microsoft get, gets kudos for that because they worked really hard to get apps on <laughs> <laughs> the platform. Um, and yeah, and it's, uh, it's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, in terms of from developer standpoint, uh, doesn't get uh, much use at all. Like in some countries, it's used more than in others. Like in uh, Brazil or Russia, there are some fair amount of users, but overall, it's um, like one percent of our users using Windows Phone, uh, and like seventy uh, using Android. Seventy percent using Android. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I've got some questions, more businessy questions for Bill, but I wanted to ask you first of all a tech question, Alex, and this is I think this is your domain, which is developing for four platforms. I mean, a lot of things start on Windows or sometimes they start on Android. They spend months before they can get onto the second platform. Not that many people support four. I mean, you've been around, so I get that. But how hard, how difficult is it to be supporting the four platforms? I mean, these are four totally different things, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, well, it's maybe it's even more than four because uh, there's Android and uh, Android, Windows, and um, uh, then there's uh, Windows Phone, which is a completely different platform, uh, which made it difficult for Microsoft to get apps there because it's just just completely different. <laughs> oh, because and, because there's uh, a Windows version, not the phone. There's Windows version, right? I, I didn't realize. I didn't think about that. I think I saw it, but didn't know. Yeah, okay. yeah. So there, some people still use this. Uh, <laughs> but but Windows <laughs> 10 uh, will be this. The phone uh, will be the same soon as Windows 10, right? So you'll lose. Yeah, your yeah. I, that's that's the plan, and uh, yeah. I hope it works. <laughs> Um, and it, it is difficult, and it's, uh, uh, it's a hard choice because uh, for a communication applications like Zello, you want uh, all of your friends to be able to use it. Uh, so adding additional platforms makes it more useful for everybody. Like for Android users, they benefit from supporting Windows Phone. So that's the, the big advantage of that. But the big disadvantage is it's 
pretty like it slows you down. So if you want to implement new feature, you need to spend like four times more time on it, <laughs> which is a big cost. Okay, here's a question for whoever would like to field it. Um, and of course, we've got a bunch of people here, and they, a lot of them have questions. But here's maybe my last one for a moment, which is. What applications do you know about? I mean, one can imagine very easily groups. And by the way, we need to talk about the pro version. Uh, there are groups like fire, you know, volunteer fire departments. I know that's how we found out about it because one of our members mm -hmm. is in that uh, is in uh, his local or has something to do with that. Who are there any really uh, unimaginable uses for it? Uh, what are what are the what do you know about the use cases, you guys? Sure. Well, the, the one that's made us. Um, a little bit famous is protesters. So I don't know if you know that uh, we, we call the consumer side social radio, and it's very different than the application for business side. But uh, it was the number one overall app in Egypt during their uprising, and then number one overall app in Turkey. That is above Twitter, above Facebook, above YouTube, any app. Um, the same phenomenon repeated in Venezuela, um, at which point the government um, attempted to shut down the application, which was newsworthy. That was about a year ago now. Um, it's also been the number one overall app in, in Ukraine. So that's kind of an interesting use case and makes sense because, you know, you're mobile and you need real-time communication. Um, it's extremely popular with people driving who are bored, um, with groups who uh, use it instead of a, it is a version of, of messaging. Um, our particular emphasis has been on live public conversations, and, and that's a – um, creates value in the same way of ham radio or CD radio, um, which is because it's a live human voice. It's a much more intimate um, communication than texting or, or others, other alternatives. And so we really focus narrowly on that, um, on that medium um, with great results. And so what we see are, are groups that have campouts together and, and a coffee shop in Singapore that's branded Zello and, um, you know, blood donations where the groups get together and, and, they, and they wear their Zello shirts and um, uh, they build really strong communities and really great friendships um, because it's live voice. It's how we most naturally communicate. You know, it's, it's your business. You understand that. So um, it's also popular with uh, it's the it's the 911 system for South Africa, for example. It's just kind of risen informally. Um, and if we didn't mention there's 80 million registered users around the globe. So. Um, not as strong in the United States, but it's it's uh, it's really popular in uh, big parts of the world. Well, we all get the paradigm, uh, as a lot of us are uh, former ham radio operators. I know James. Yeah. I'm going to be reading some of the IRC stuff. James, uh, why don't you go ahead? You have some questions. You have to unmute first, of course. Right. There we as, go. Uh, in the IRC chat. Yeah. Hi, Bill. Um, as Randy says, a number of us are X current serving uh, RC operators, uh, sorry, RC operators, ham radio operators, it's been one of those days today. Um, I've been using Echolink for a couple of years now. Uh, how does um, Zello differ from Echolink? I note that um, uh, you've got some add-on bits and pieces that you can interface Zello into radio radios, but uh, I guess there are more differences than just that. Uh, yeah, well, Zolo is uh, quite different from Echolink because Echolink is a uh, great uh, network for uh, connecting radios over the internet, uh, which is uh, like the application is for radio operators. And Zolo has a, is used by just everybody. It's really easy to use Zolo as an application. And there are pe people who... Uh, use Zello to connect to the radio, so to bring radio channels, uh, bridge uh, radio channels and other <coughs> channels, uh, which are uh, uh, kind of similar to Echolink, but other than that, it's like the main use is just people uh, using Zello radio style, but not knowing anything about radio, <laughs> radio technology. Yeah. Well, it's clearly very different. I mean, the feature um, set of Zello is, is much richer in, in, in certain ways. For example, one of the features that I really like is that um, the audio um, chunks are recorded and you can go back in time and you can, you can replay 
a transmission that was made. I, I think that's really uh, brilliant. Well, um, people love that. I, there's there's two main sides to our business. Consumer, which you'd love to talk about more, and uh, and one particular point is, unlike ham radio, there are uh, no barriers. Right? You don't need to understand the technology. You don't need spending money on equipment, <laughs> um, which is good and bad. Um, you go then, it's a huge audience, and, and everyday folks can use it. Um, bad at, it's a lot, uh, uh, we have problems with, we call them bad guys, but trolls and disruptive behavior, the same kinds of things you've seen on IRC and other community. Um, so that's a, that's a, a, a challenge and, and makes that side of the business um, interesting and difficult. The other side is uh, much simpler, which is it's, you know, instead of Nextel or two-way radio for business, um, you use a subscription. Many small businesses use our free product, but uh, um, the advantage is it works on any carrier, on any device, um, and of course there's no range restrictions, all the advantages that come with um, with VOIP in a push-to-talk mode. Yeah, brilliant. Um, you wanted to ask about encryption, so I don't know what happened to him, but uh, he got he seems to have got. Well, I'll ask about there it. There we go. All right, All right. James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How secure is Zello? I'm guessing that the signaling and the media streams are encrypted, and I'm guessing that that's one of the reasons why it's so popular in places where there are uh, where there are um, demonstrations going on. Is that correct? Um, well, no. Zello uh, uh, free consumer Zello. Uh, we don't encrypt media. Speaking of media uh, streams, yeah, the data, the data plan just cut. <laughs> and that's the NSA getting their own. No, it's back. the data plan cutting in here. We'll stay with it for a while. Well, they're back to the laptop. Oh, they're back on the laptop. That's right. Uh, well, yeah, somebody's downloading porn or something. I shouldn't have said that. Why would I say that, right? Anyway, it's my turn to tell you off. Uh, while we're waiting for them to come back, maybe. Uh, we could. Uh, can, what can we demo, Mike, Michael, on your screen? Well, we can demonstrate the user interface, can't we? What's that? Just a second. I'll get the uh, the app right up to us here. Let me go to another account, and I will try to. Uh, uh, I will try to uh, contact you. Okay, so I'm going to go to. Contacts. I'm going to go to Kamayo Pass, signing in, and I'm going to add a user. Is it the usual MJ? MJ Graves 66. <laughs> I won't ask, since it's obviously not your age. Okay, so I am... Oh, wait, let me go back here. I don't know how well you can see this. Yeah, you can see it. So I found him as a contact. I press his name, and you can see here, may or may not be able to read it. It says add to contacts up here. I'm going to click on that, and now I'm going to show his screen. And uh, I, I just got a little alert that says that I got a contact request. You, and you and can see something downloading, kind of. Oh, it's a message, yeah. So there's your yeah, contact so, requests. So uh, I, if you don't want to, you don't want to show Zelda six twenty five out of Singapore, though. Okay. I'll, I'll take Bob Rules, though. You can do it <laughs> upgrading your YouTube at the same time. That's brilliant. And updating. Oh my it. God! Yeah, right. Thank you for that live. Uh, wait, let me check and see if I've got a new OnePlus. Uh, you just. Yeah, I have, a, I have a OnePlus invite today if, if anybody's after so do I, such yeah. things. So there, I'm now connected to Camellio Pass. And, uh, and Bob Bowles is there, and Bob is now available. I would say, hey, Bob, how's it going? Aww. No <laughs> updates. <laughs> Come on, Bob, where are you? Okay, well, anyway, so this is how you're connecting people. While you're on that screen, here we go. They're coming back. Hey, Jim. Just got you. Yo, Jim. Welcome to this. And you know what? BlackBerry apps. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, he knows. He's on BlackBerry. <laughs> so, Bill, we were, we're going through a little bit of demo. And let me say something while we have your screen up here, Michael, which is that you can see the... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, it's, it's blocked by my menu now. I was going to explain some of the things up at the top, but now I'm seeing my own menus. The Bob, Bob just shared a picture with me. <sighs> Damn it. My Hangout menu is blocking the top, but what you can see... Oh, Motley Fool is updating. <laughs> so you see, the you see the recent contacts. Uh, you see the recent, I'm sorry, recent messages. You see contacts. You see channels. The channels is interesting. Let's have the guys, they're back, so let's have them explain channels. Bill? 
Sure, there's two uh, main kinds, private and public. Um, private have a password, and you would invite people that you know. Um, public uh, um, are available to anybody. And then within channels, there's a couple other variants. So um, we added a feature um, called Select, which is anybody can listen, but moderators need to approve people before they can speak to cut down on disruption. Um, the general idea is when you create a channel, you own it, you can um, appoint moderators um, who then have controls over um, who can be in and out, um, they can block people, and we've been refining those style features for quite a while to improve the, you know, the overall health of the conversations. Um, popular channels show up on a list uh, called trending, and they're either filtered or not. Filtered would be those that have been approved by an editor, and essentially they're, you know, family friendly. Um, we have policies that say, you know, they're not sex channels, there's not, you know, um, illegal drugs, um, but those policies depend on the community to flag channels. Um, and so the all list, um, you know, certainly is going to have bad language, um, but uh, often those are pretty, pretty fun and interesting too. Okay. Ah, unmute now. All right. I was I got rid of the menu to uh, to see what was at the top of the screen, and then I couldn't unmute. Anybody else have any questions? In the who's within the sound of my voice? Let us know. I'm looking at IRC. Uh... <laughs> I, I have a couple uh, of questions. Go, Andy. Okay. So should we start with technical ones? Yes. Um, I'm I'm interested in the way that this actually streams. I, I, are you uh, mixing the the media and the signaling together? Are they are they uh, separate channels? Are they defined types? Or is it a proprietary protocol? What is it? Um. I'm on my phone now. <laughs> 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 well, we, uh, uh, Zell uses a proprietary protocol and. Uh, uh, I'll show you uh, the question about mixing. Uh... Sorry, you, the, the question about mixing. Okay, um, okay. Do we have a separate media stream and a signaling stream, or are they all part of the same protocol? Uh, well, yeah, they they separate the media stream and signaling. Yeah, they both are proprietary. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's interesting um, in the, the the way that it it does stream and start to play live, um, which is good. And for a, for a little while, I thought that uh, Zillow at work that was the difference between the two. So the next question really is, what's the difference between the free Zello and Zello at work? And maybe I'll I'll take that. And in, in in both cases, you know, we're emulating two way radio, and so that call setup and latency is a, is really important. And if you look at different push to talk walkie-talkie apps, um, most agree, you know, Zello is the best, fast, and it's reliable in a wide variety of environments, um, which is valuable to businesses, too. And it's the same core technology used under both. The business version, though, gives you centralized administration, so, um, uh, which is important if you have a team more than, say, 20 users. So if you're a flower shop with three drivers, the free version is probably fine. Go to three phones, create accounts, Create a private channel, put a password on it. It's going to work great for you. The business version, though, you'd go to uh, a browser for central control of user. Okay, I lost the connection here. So uh, for those of you on ZipTX, waiting for it to come back. Still waiting for it to come back. It's waiting for the Hangout to come back. I am talking on ZipTX. And you sound marvelous. Ah, did the, did the Hangout go down? No. It didn't. Anybody on ZipDX hear me? I guess you can. So is the Hangout working at all? Because I'm not able to get into it. I'm trying to get into it, but it's saying wait. Seems like it's, I'm, I'm just watching the stream. It seems like it's still going. Okay, good. It's taking too long to connect you to this video call. And yet I'm online, obviously. So hello. What did we do to Google? What did we do that they don't like us? I'll try on my laptop. It's connected to. We got to get in there and get Andy off him. He's torturing him. Ah, you are about to join a hangout on air. No, 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 no. Switch account. Switch account. Oh. Sorry, SIPTX. You'll have to wait and listen to this. Having a hell of a time, I'll tell you. A hell of a time. Meantime, it's very compelling stuff I know on the recording. Let's hope that the uh, hope that the hangout recording is working because I'm not getting anything here.
Let's see if it's is it my computer? Take a look at my bandwidth. Bandwidth is good. DSL is good. Something about the network. Hey Randy, did you try restarting Chrome? I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a young man. I was confused too. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we appear to have. Uh, oh, he's he's back again. Randy is back again. It's I okay. had a heck of a time, and I'm sorry about that. Hopefully, you were able to keep going. Oh, we, we sort of struggled a bit without you, Randy, but we managed. Yeah. Okay. Why am I not able? There we go. But um, the, the, we have, by, by avoiding a Swiss Army messaging app, which are most of the alternatives, um, it, one of the reasons it's been popular is it's narrowly focused with a big button, push to talk. You know, so some other features that you played with, history, um, and uh, lots of settings, but the core, you know, the core use case is you push this button to talk. Um, mm -hmm. Another reason it's popular is there are many hardware companies, hardware accessory companies, who have modified their products to work with Zello push to talk. Mm -hmm. So you can get hardware buttons and leave the phone in your pocket. You don't need to unlock the screen or fumble around on the glass. Yeah. You just push the button, talk, let go, listen. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. Uh talking about all the hardware products that have been interfaced into Zello. Uh, after watching a couple of videos, uh, I determined that I wanted uh, a Bluetooth push-to-talk button as well. And I immediately went off and did the, uh, the AliExpress trawl and found some rather interesting little uh, $1.60 um, selfie Bluetooth buttons uh, and immediately ordered one, and they seemed to work quite well. Fantastic. <laughs> and it really it simplifies the easier experience because, again, it's back to a two-way radio. It's a button. You start talking. You let go. You listen. Yeah, and coupled with something like a, a headset or a Bluetooth headset, uh, it's great because you're then totally hands-free. Actually, uh, some, somebody mentioned this in IRC, and I don't know if it's been covered yet since I was obviously out for a while. Uh, but uh, I've got a, an LG, I'm not wearing it, I have an LG watch, and I was one, that's a good point, the LG has a microphone in it and a speaker, well, speaker does it, I think it can talk to you, um, uh, Android have, Wear, is that going to happen? Um, well, we are, we are considering that, so chances are it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I didn't ask waiting. when, I didn't ask when, here it would be like There's a, it, it, we've, uh, Adopted it to the uh, the Apple Watch. Ah, so we're you said the dirty work. You said the obscenity nice there. <laughs> no, obviously you uh, you would go with the Apple Watch. So the Apple Watch, you can re both receive and send uh, Zellos. Uh, 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 well, uh, right now applications don't have access to audio on Apple Watch. Uh, so you use it as the remote for Zello, so you can see who's uh, calling you. You can uh, reply using your Apple Watch, but it's gonna use uh, your phone or headset, microphone, and speaker. I, actually, if I had notifications on, I don't like it on the watches. But if I did have them all on, I guess I would see something, wouldn't I? On Android Wear, I think I would. Well, you would. Yeah, you would see something. But, it, yeah. but it's just a notification. Okay. Fine. Who else has questions out here that haven't been answered yet? Oh, no. It looks like we have a problem with the episode. Are you saying that the... Oh, we're off air. This is one of the... Yeah. Canic. Oh. Canic, damn it. You joined us and we, you cut, kicked us off air. <laughs> this is, no, you know what? This is the same thing that happened last time he was with us. I don't know how he does it. Incredible. And it's, and it's, it's pronounced Canuck, not Canic. Either way, he blew us off the air. So now, you know, now we're just, uh, let's see, is there a way I can record this? This has happened twice in 300, about 250 episodes, okay? Twice. That's as good Zello. a record as anybody's ever going to get. Anyway. Zello, works, Zello works 100 times better than Google Hangouts. It does. <laughs> it definitely does. Uh, Michael, what, what, what should we do here? We don't want to waste anybody's time. Um, we have well, I, I'd just like to make a minor point here. Sure. And one of the things that Zello proves, I think, in a lovely way, is that voice is still massively valuable. And there's a lot of there's a lot of emphasis these days with WebRTC and video and and all of these things that are, you know, at the end of the day, they're nice to haves, but they're not gotta haves, where even uh, push-to-talk voice 
when it when it absolutely positively has to be there is a good solution and uh yeah, kudos to them for pulling it off i do have a question though the question revolves more about um I, i'm sorry but somebody had to ask this do you guys have any relationship with with sprint uh, do they you know is there any sort of natural synergy there because they onboarded all that nextel stuff and that was their raison d'etre in in the earliest days uh, i was actually on a canadian version called the mic network which had pushed to talk with phones that were the size of i'm not kidding a brick uh like a clay brick and and uh and motorola phones and and i didn't back then they were called and the stuff was awesome back then and you know delivery companies were using it all over the place because cellular minutes were so expensive but was there any in all of that shakeout was there any business to be had there's been a little bit where um, we fill holes in their product line so they'll reference sell Zello occasionally the sprint salespeople um, of course they re they bought um, Nextel um, and replaced IDEN and the Nextel network and their product now is called Sprint Direct Connect and and many of their customers are unhappy with it. Zello is a much closer replacement to Nextel than Sprint Direct Connect. So um, um, a number of those customers have come to us directly and they, they'll drop Sprint Direct Connect and, and use Zello but there hasn't been a relationship any stronger than that between Zello and okay. Yeah, I, I was telling in the in the run up to this, um, I was engaged uh, with a bunch of TV stations a few years ago, and and one of the things they were trying to do was, uh, they were trying to move to Verizon's push to connect product when it was in its earliest days, except they characterized that as not push to talk. It was push to wait a bit to maybe talk, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I suppose they got it worked out in the end, but it was frustrating to the people in the early days of that service. So, yeah, the, the whole model breaks. Uh, voice is great. Um, it, I mean, I I'm a radio fan, always have been. It's you know, it communicates better than in anything. Um, so we're off air. If the video had gone down, this call could go just fine, right, without the video. Um, if we lost the audio, it's all over. Um, so it really is a fundamental way we communicate, but it really needs to be live to work well. You know, the voice message style um, doesn't work so well. You wouldn't have air traffic control running over a voicemail system. Um, and companies can't run their dispatch operations off of sending messages. So, you know, back to that point of how do you how do you make it like a two-way radio instant? Um, it's not easy to do and there's been a lot of you know a lot of false starts um, and not many contenders that have you know technology that uh, that's suitable. Well, and your advantage would be focus, because if you're trying to be all things to all people, you're not going to you know, penetrate a specialty niche like that to any depth. So, yeah. kudos. Absolutely. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, attempting to record, um, although we're not on YouTube anymore, and so uh, it won't be completely lost. We'll see what happens. Anybody else have any questions? I'm sorry you can't watch, but you're listening, so if you do, type them into IRC. Or Twitter with the hashtag uh, hash VUC537, and uh, we'll take it from there. Or if you're on ZipD, we, you we will still have a continuous audio recording. So great. Only if I spend an hour putting the various pieces together. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Not ZipDX. <laughs> Night here. That's true. I guess we could use the whole ZipDX. Indeed. Hi, Randy. It's my local. Yeah, go ahead. It's Jim Courtney. Hey Jim. And of course, thanks for blowing the hangout up. Yeah, thank you for blowing it up. I seem to recall that happened about two weeks ago too. Yeah, uh, and you were there then. So what does that tell you? Right. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. Anyways, um, I'm sort of interested in in the Zello thing, and I have to say I was very frustrated trying to find contacts. I mean, I was trying to contact Randy. This was a week ago. I only got in touch with Michael because I just saw you put his. Uh, whatever it is, ID up. Uh, and I now have contact with you as well. But uh, more interesting is that, yes, about, oh, geez, 10 years ago, I had a client who was basically running in a dispatch operation. And uh, this sort of technology was the only way to go. And, and even I had a, a friend who ran a operation involving fixing pavement. 
they, they go and put that oil in the pavement and make it all smooth again type of stuff. And he's totally non-technical, and he was totally blown away by what he could do with a real-time thing like Zello. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate the remarks about being a uh, real-time and the fact that it's the only way a dispatch operation can work and so on. And um, so look forward to seeing. It's a totally different thing from anything like the, you know, Skype or uh, Wire or any of these other communication services. So uh, glad to see there's something up there and running in this way. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool. Michael is setting something. Oh, and Michael was mentioning about a, a service in Canada. It was actually the service that my friend with the paving stuff had uh, was running on that. I think it was ClearNet or something. Anyways, it was a company that Telus bought, and it, basically they yeah, bought it, was, it, so it was, Telus it was could get ClearNet, and they called it the Mic Chan, the Mic Network. M I K E. And and then. Te- Telus bought ClearNet basically to get a wireless footprint in eastern Canada because they were basically a western Canada-based operation, or Telus was. And so Telus is a big player in eastern Canada as a result of that ex- acquisition. But I think they've dropped the whatever they were calling the MicNet. I think they dropped that a while ago. We have a question from IRC, by the way, um, which is I think a pretty good one, which is, uh, where does this is for Zello, of course? So where do you guys see the product going in light of the new LTE voice over LTE standard, the Volt standard, being driven uh, somewhat by the FirstNet project? And somebody else says Volt. Is that pronounced Volt or Volta? Volti. Uh, Volti could only make Zello and its ilk operate more smoothly. Let's hear from uh, the from the future now. Calling the future, Alex. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now when you mention it, we know about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, Go ahead, James. I was going to say, though, they, I don't think they want to talk about it, apparently, or didn't. Yeah, the one trick that you need to be able to do with, uh, with Volti is to manipulate the quality of service flags mm-hmm. so that when you send a, a real-time voice um, transmission. It's not treated as uh, so much as data, but as real-time communication stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether you've actually had any chance to have a look at how you do that with with LTE, Alex. Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, we didn't uh, do that with this this particular um, um, thing, but we uh, when we experimented with. Uh, Quality of service flags for for the traffic. Uh, we found that uh, in some cases it just just breaks the application, <laughs> and some uh, depending on what kind of network we're to use, uh, we just had customers uh, when uh, we tried to set these flags that they would stop working at all. <laughs> so, um, so right now we don't do anything about that. Uh, which makes it work uh, pretty much everywhere, um, but we'll certainly try to experiment with uh, new things as they become um, available and uh, stable. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I had a question about. Uh, let's see if I can try to switch cameras here. If, if anything's working at all, um, there's also a pro version and uh, why don't you uh, expound on what that's for? I haven't really looked into it. Don't know anything about the cost or who it's for. Gonna guess it's for professionals who use the service. Well, Tell us about the differences. Today there there are really just two kinds of networks, um, and the same app over, works over either. There's a the consumer you know network where you're adding each other's contacts. Um, if you had the Zello for work, you would add them from a console, um, and you know you'd be the first Andy instead of millions of Andys. Um, the, we had a product for iOS called Zello Pro, mm-hmm. um, and we discontinued that. The difference there was it um, allows you to have customizable uh, visual themes, and so it was just an experiment to see, you know, um, how many people would prefer a paid app. And the App Store dynamics changed from from the old days, where there was kind of separate markets for paid and free. And today, you know, when you when you buy app 
from from the Apple uh, from the iTunes app stores. There's just you know a list of apps, and some are free and some are paid. So it was an experiment that we killed. Okay. Um, other questions, anybody? You're welcome. I'm looking as many, as many windows as I can, and I've got about five open in front of me. And James is smiling. Otherwise, uh, did we? What are our features? Other features that we have not mentioned? Now, I wasn't a part of about five minutes or so, so I don't know. Did we go through the various features? Uh, for example, you can send images. Now, personally, I wasn't that thrilled. I don't care one way or the other. There's 500 apps that do that, but you can share images. And for some of the use cases, I, I presume this is of interest to people. Like if people are riding and you want to. I don't know. I can imagine, but uh, what else is there? Uh, there's there's a flash message, in other words, an alert message, where if you're trying to get a hold of somebody. Anything that we have not mentioned at all, though? There's a, a major new business feature. Uh, well, um, it's available now. We haven't done any promotion around it for call recording, centralized call recording, and big companies are particularly interested in that for regulatory or compliance reasons. Um, and so it's uh, obviously it's going to record all of the audio communication, also all the all the, the images. Businesses use image for you know you're dropping off a load and you want to capture a picture. It, it's been uh, both business and consumer. One of those items not within our you know our primary focus. Um, the reason to experiment with it on the consumer side is something to talk about. You know, it kind of makes conversations more fun. The, um, the quick, quick question on the recording. The, so the recording, this would be for channels, presumably, or for some whatever the professional equivalent, if there is one. Where, yeah, or, or so there's one concept we have is a contact to contact um, or a channel, um, and it would record from either. And where where's the recording going? It's on a server someplace that do you can yeah, interface. Yeah, it's, it's a cloud service. It's it's also available in our license where you could record it on local drive if you like or wherever you like. Okay, but yeah. it's available that you access that through the web interface. Is that it, or or through your through uh, yes, your it's uh, well, this feature is only uh, built and works and available for uh, Zillow Zillow Work customers. So it's not. <laughs> Something we can do with consumer because um, it's special mode of the when they it's enabled for the network. We uh, route all audio through the server to uh, be able to have a copy for this uh, recording and we store it for two years. And we offer web UI for within the administrative console where they can access and search all these recordings, play them, and we have API to access them from. The system or from the application, if they want to uh, archive or keep a copy on their server or do whatever they like with, with their recordings. Is local is uh, localization information, geo information uh, captured at the same time on any of these things? No, we don't uh, do anything with location. And this one, this particular. Uh, Feature was the point where Zello would integrate with other like vertical applications, like all this uh, um, truck, uh, cement truck uh, work, fleet management, or management. dispatch. They, they would have. They would usually have the application which focused on uh, GPS tracking and uh, routing. Routing. I can't begin to guess what that was, but <laughs> something. <laughs> okay. okay. Questions? So I have a question. Um, sure. One of the things my friend liked about his paving operation was the fact he could sort of do broadcast messages to multiple people out there on their jobs. Do you have a broadcast capability? We do. And so... Um, one of the consumer channel types is broadcast only, but businesses would set up a channel. There's a default called everyone, um, and uh, you know could use it one way or, or both ways. Okay. Incidentally, I um, I have a I have a second channel that I set up, and it occurred to me that since it re since it keeps messages, if I'm someplace and I don't have a good dictation app, I mean obviously they do exist, but you can also just send a message to yourself by doing that. So that was kind of a funny application of it. Maybe a little complicated, but uh, that's uh, something that can be done. Yeah, I've used it just because it's open and it's easier to do that than start another app. Right. 
did did the uh, did the encryption question? I know. I think somebody asked it. Did that get answered? Yes, uh, it's an interesting story on um, on on encryption, where because it's so popular in some of these countries, there's been lots of attacks on the service um, that are quite sophisticated, sure. um, which drove um, uh, changes in our key length um, because brute force attacks were able to to to, to break them, um, and so that's a uh, a change that went out not too long ago. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. So you started with a with a extremely modest forty eight bits or something like that, sixty four. <laughs> well, uh, so as I mentioned, it <laughs> goes back to like first version of Zello launched in two thousand seven, and back then I had been using uh, uh, five hundred twelve uh, key lengths for RSA. Which back then was a kind of reasonable sure. key length, uh, unless you like really paranoid. And of course, the trade-off if you use bigger key lengths, like all your traffic becomes bigger. And uh, one of the goals initially when developing, we try to minimize the uh, overhead, any uh, related overhead uh, with the application. One of the reasons why we didn't uh, want to use uh, they seep or because it has it's pretty chatty protocol with uh, all this text and so we uh, used this 512 key length and uh, <laughs> and we saw uh, like last year we saw people starting brute brute forces <laughs> so had to double that interesting really interesting we're talking about Zello. I think you can go look at Zello, Z-E-L-L-O, Z-E-L-L-O dot com uh, for more information on it. It's, we think it's a terrific app, and that's why we invited you gentlemen to join us. Uh, we're going to go for a round of final questions, and let's figure out if there's anything that didn't get said. Again, I apologize. I wasn't around for a few minutes, so I don't know. I'm not able to tally it up, but James, uh, Andy, if, if uh, either of you... No, whether we missed anything, go ahead. Yeah, go. We had a quick look. Uh, we did a bit of um, um, packet capturing um, just to have a look at uh, the way Zello formats its bits and pieces. It, it appeared that the signaling bits and pieces were in clear, but the, the media was encrypted. Well, that's um, because the NSA needs that metadata. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, because you're actually retaining... Um, I, I, th I think somebody did answer, answer the question. Um, you're retaining the media for a certain period of time. Did somebody ask how long you retain that media for on your servers before you? Alex it? said three years, I think. Three well, years. We, uh, well, we don't retain media, uh, so it's all streaming, uh, uh, like from point to point. So if you're talking to somebody, just. Uh, well, depending on uh, network configuration, uh, if it can go directly to that person, then it would go directly. If it, uh, like the direct connectivity is not possible, it's going to use uh, media relay, but it's not storing it anywhere. And for retaining media, it's, uh, it's only an option, and it's only implemented in Zello for work product, which is for business, and it's paid also. So if you pay for it, then we can for your communication. For okay, so, so when you go back into the app and you listen to the messages that have been sent to you previously, is that media being um, stored on the, on the device, on the handset then? Yes, yes. It's all, all this voice history is stored only on uh, user, user device. Okay, and uh, is there a limit to how much media you can keep on the device? Uh, yes, you can uh, use settings to limit the amount of space it's going to take. And in default, it's 64 megabytes, and it will just erase the oldest messages to use, to use it for the new messages. Okay. Yeah, I'm just diving in the, uh, the settings. Just have a look. And, uh, yeah, I can't see that now, but um, I'm sure it's in there. Oh, are certainly there on Android, and uh, if you're using iPhone, uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm using Android. <laughs> yeah, and another quick question. Do you sell your own um, wireless cello button, the push-to-talk button? Or do we you don't. Just... We don't. We experimented trying to encourage other vendors, um, which we have. And so because there's such a big install base, 
you know, there's maybe a dozen companies that have accessories, especially for Zello, um, including a handful of, of specialized buttons. And we publish the spec of how to how to enable it, and then we certify and help promote. Okay, what sort of thing do the specialist buttons do other than just push to talk? Well, that's um, it, there are a number of, of buttons, and that's that's all they do. They're, um, and so you could use those with a speakerphone or with a with a, a typical headset, um, and it solves a real problem again, which is you know push a button and talk. There are others though that may have batteries and they're extra loud. Shoulder mounted, you know, speaker mic is an example, or a security tube style that a hotel. Uh, yeah, I want uh, I want a special button for fire or weapons. I think. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, Randy, I think that's probably about it for me. I'll shut up now. Okay, James. Thanks, as usual, as always. Um, so do we just need to know if, if we've forgotten anything that you fellows would like to share with uh, people? And then I'll have to put all this, edit all these different bits and pieces together. And again, I apologize. This is really, really almost never happens, but it has happened at least once. So Good anything we've forgotten. People will prove Prove the theory audio is what matters. It, I, I agree. I, I, uh, I'll sign up for that. That's very true. We all believe that here. Yeah, can I I'm say, in fact, if you, if you really go great to, to experience the live... an application which does things in a, in a really different way. And, and Zello, I think, is a huge amount of fun. Thank you, Alexander for, 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 uh, and Bill for producing it for us. It, it's, uh, it's a good toy. Yeah, and it can be very useful. So thanks again. We're going to sign off for this uh, section of the VUC. Everybody's welcome to stay on the Hangout and on ZipDX, but I'd like to just give you this before we cut off the recording. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxphone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.